Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to our interview series. Tonight, we have a very, very special guest, Svetlana. Hello, Svetlana. How are you? Hi. Thank you for having me. It's, it's great to have you, and I'm delighted to see you again. It, it's, it's been a while, and it was February last time I saw you, right? That's right. Almost a year. It's almost a year. And now, tonight, we'll talk about a very, very interesting thing. Your new album. You have a new album. That's right. Very excited. And uh, I'm delighted to hear about uh, more, more about that. And your group is called Svetlana and the Dylan C5. Is that right? That's right. That is correct. Tell us about your album and when can we hear it? The album is being released this Friday, January 15th. It is currently available on pre-order on Amazon. So f- from anywhere in the world, you can get the music and beautiful artwork that was created by my friend. And it is really... The album is paying respects and uh, dedicated to our weekly gig that you have visited us at last year at the Back Room, which is one of the original New York speakeasies from uh, the Prohibition era. It's called the Back Room. The Back Room, yeah. And we play there every Monday night, and we have played there every Monday night for uh, three years already. That's like almost you know, 170 performances, which Mm -hmm. is a lot if you think about it. And we have different people coming from dancers to just people who visit the city or both like you. And the folks on the record are more or less the same people who come and play with me every week. So I'm very, very excited. Wow. Can you tell us about the people who play, who are the Dylan C5? The main characters. Yeah. Well, I'm very lucky because the show is on Monday night. A lot of times the people who are otherwise very, very busy are available for that. And that's how the the band has been built over years. On reed and reeds and clarinet and saxophone, sometimes on vocals, I have an amazing person, an amazing musician, Adrian Cunningham. And he, like other people in the band, also lead their own bands, which I love because they kind of bring this band leading mentality and initiative to my bandstand. And it's not just, you know, Svetlana says one, two, three and go, but every one of them really brings mm-hmm. their kind of the best of, I think, that there are with their bands and with my band too. So Adrian um, is with me on vocals and also on, on clarinet and saxophones. He's fantastic. Rob Garcia, who helped co-produce the record, is in very many of a traditional and jazz bands, but also has his own modern jazz band and collective. And he wrote a fantastic tune on the record called Dance in Between the Moments, which provides wow. directions <laughs> how to go down to the back room and is our de- it's our dedication to, um, to the dancers who really made the band to begin with. Um, then... Uh, a great trumpet player, Charlie Karanikas, who also plays often with Adrian, is on trumpet. I have George Delancey, which is one of my very favorite bass players on bass, and people joke because his <laughs> last name happens to be the same as the band name, but that's a pure coincidence and fate. Um, and then, yes, and of course, uh, amazing Dalton Reidenhauer, who also plays with great other bands like Ni- Naomi and Her Handsome Devils, and sometimes with Adrian, he's on this record as well. 
So I think I counted everybody as well as Vinnie Raniola mm-hmm. on guitar. Yeah. Um, and our special guest, uh, Wycliffe Gordon, Wycliffe Gordon, who has arranged a couple of tunes that are my original tunes on the record and is also singing with me on two tunes as well. Wow. Well, you, you have a great team. These people are For sure. o- o- almost le- legends, all of them. And, For sure. Uh, I think you are so lucky to be in New York. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think... Being in New York, where all of us come and try to do the best we can, you know, to to play our music. I think you can, on any day, you can find some incredible people to play with, mm-hmm. you know. And that's very lucky and um, very, very inspiring and challenging as well. But I think it's more inspiring, you know, than, than hard. You know what I mean? Yes. And I have uh, some very inspiring and challenging questions for you as well. So, well, let's go. <laughs> this is a question I ask often. You you have a reputation in New York, and you have a great reputation that you are playing for the dancers, and it's mm-hmm. it's a tradition, and it has been like this since uh, the old times. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you, how does it feel to be playing for the dancers, and do you think it's a different feeling to be singing for the dancers, playing for the dancers, mm-hmm. rather than other jazz audience? Sure, that's a very good question. I think for me, I sort of accidentally found myself mm-hmm. in the swing dancing world. I started out playing jazz and jazz clubs in New York and found it very fulfilling. And then I sort of, I met someone who was playing more for dancers and I started experiencing that. And I found it to be very inspiring because this is, where this music came from as jazz is social music it, is. it came from people just hanging out and dancing and as a musician to play for people who listen to the music with such enthusiasm with their minds and hearts but also with their bodies and are almost i almost feel like they're part of the performance they are it's incredibly inspiring and oftentimes we would play at the back room and Dancers become as much of a of a show as the band, and especially on some more challenging tunes when you know folks are doing something incredible and fast. That's just amazing. I think some playing in a listening room, mm-hmm. and especially in a room like back room, that is a combination of listening and dancing room, can be sometimes a little challenging because you can't go on for 15 minutes. However, I did look into that, and it's interest, I was interested to learn that actually in the past, the dance bands, the big bands, they had played those long tunes, but it was much more in the culture to dance for a few minutes, then stop and go on to the next partner or go on to take a rest. However, I think in the more modern jazz I'm sorry, swing dancing scene. People expect to dance with one partner and then switch. And so when I'm playing for dancers, I have to be conscious of that expectation. And But I think slowly people figure out, for example, I play a lot of events that are pure swing dance events. I'm hired to do a swing dance like with New York Swing mm-hmm. Dance Society or for uh, Prohibition Production Salons. I'm playing one event like this tonight. I will try and keep my tunes more in that arena yeah. and more in that time duration and 
watch out that I don't have too many fast tunes, but I have some couple fast tunes, couple slow tunes, but then most of them are going to be mm -hmm. more appropriate for dancers. You just have to know where you are and be respectful of what you've been asked to do, you know? So, like, you choose your repertoire and uh, the, the BPM range according to dancers? I would say less of repertoire, more of the arrangement. So, for example, we're going to have a big dance party this Friday dedicated to the release of the CD. Great. It is at a famous room in New York. It's called BB Kings. BB Kings. People, go, go. Yes. <laughs> If you are in New York listening to this, don't miss this party. Thank you so much. But this will also be, as it often happens with my band, a combination of listeners and dancers. Mm -hmm. I will open up a couple tunes to make them 10-minute tunes because I want people who are listening get this excitement of jazz, mm -hmm. you know, get this unpredictability of, wait a minute, now it goes there. Now it's just, I'm, I'm having a tap dancer with me. Now it's just tap dancer and voice. Oh my God, now it's trading between tap dancer, you know, and, and drums. And I think it's very exciting and also a really core part of, the, of jazz music, you know, to be that unpredictable. But I will keep other tunes that are part of mm -hmm. my book in a way that are swing danceable because I'll have dancers there and I'm honored to have dancers there who, to come and support the band, release their album. Well, Svetlana, when you perform as listeners, we can see that you are pouring your heart uh, on the stage. Mm. And uh, tell us, uh, where does this inspiration come from uh, for jazz music, for swing music? Where do your feelings originate from? That's a difficult question, maybe, but why jazz music, and especially for mm. you? Why do you find this music inspiring, and why do you want to share this music mm. uh, rather than maybe uh, another genre? This music have, has been part of my sort of listening mm -hmm. since I was very young. I grew up in Moscow, actually, in oh, Russia. Nice. And we, we had those you know, records, and I had a turntable, something that's coming back in vogue now, but yes. really it was, some, it was how we listened to records in the past. And I just remember this music took me someplace different entirely, you know, growing up in a... I had a very, very... I was very lucky. I had a very nice childhood, but I... You know, you would go outside and there are great buildings and cold weather, and this music took you somewhere else. And I just kept listening to it and the voices, you know, Ella Fitzgerald, who has this incredible instrument from high to lows and the feel, the feel of jazz that just makes you want to move. You know, you must be dead if you don't want to move to, to, to swing in some way, even if you're just rocking. All of this was just very attractive to me. And my friends joked because they said, you don't sound like you're Russian, you know, because you... You you know where's this coming from? You know you must you must have been in a different place than you are the life, which is a joke, of course. But yeah. then coming here to New York, man, you're surrounded by all kinds of music. And I'll be honest to tell you that I love and I listen to all kinds of music, and I go to all kinds of concerts. It's it's a privilege to be in New York and be able to go to a show and say, wait a minute, this you know this music uses this kind of instrument. Maybe I can somehow incorporate it and make it part of my feeling. But then when I started playing for dancers, that took me in a whole other place entirely. And 
you know, just seeing people being so serious about vintage culture, about dance culture and how massive it was, was just really energizing for me as a musician. You know, some guys play with me and they say, look, where else in New York? And of course, there are a few spots like this, but you, you can come and listen to jazz and have people party to it and dance to it. It's not as common anymore, but yes. those gigs where that we play, they're packed and people are just having such a great time. And then, of course, just to, you know, and I'd be remiss to to say, look, your life as you live it and you have experiences, you have heartbreaks, you have victories, you have happy moments. That's where the inspiration came to write my own music. And there are songs on the record that are in spirit of swing, but they're kind of like this little stories that came a little bit from my life, but then I embellished to make in a artwork, you know? So, yeah. Wow. We have uh, seen uh, videos of you perform in Times Square. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's like so <laughs> symbolic. That. And it, it seems like a crazy part out there. Yep. You certainly have brought people together and uh, you, you made them party as it was maybe 1930s or, or 40s. My, my next question is about your album. In your new album, You you have mm-hmm. composed new music, swing music. Yes. And that's something very special and uh, something very difficult, perhaps. Uh, and not many people do it. Well, there are swing bands that do covers and they play non-songs, but you have taken a different route uh, and you, you have decided to compose your music, new melodies, new lyrics and everything. How do you think this will affect the swing music industry. Do you think this will start a new trend, people composing their own swing tunes? Because until now, they have been covering songs, so, and this, this was the trend. Do you think a new trend, trend is coming up by composing original swing songs in the 21st century? I think some bands, I'm certainly not the first one on the current scene you know, to compose tunes, you know, Gordon Au, Dennis Lichtman and other folks are writing their own tunes. I think I find people who have this desire to compose new tunes, they come a little bit more from sort of the artistic musician point of view first. For example, Gordon Au, a fantastic uh, cornet trumpet player, and Gordon Au and his Grand Stompers is his band. He also has modern jazz group and, you know, plays in, in all kinds of groups of other people. I think those of us who take this more, come from this more artistic and musician perspective, we just have this natural desire to create. I know Adrian Cunningham just recorded his new album with his group. It's not yet out, but soon to be out uh, Professor Cunningham and his old school, he also has a lot of, or a few of his own compositions on there. I think it's just a natural desire. You just can't help it. You want to say something new and add something new. So I think in that way, it's not a new trend. It's just a natural thing that many of us who have this desire pursue, you know? I think it can be challenging a little bit because sometimes people 
expect, especially in the dance and vintage community, people expect to hear old songs arranged in an older way because the vintage community and a dance community overlaps. But I have played my new songs and so did this other people that I've mentioned to dancers. And I think there is a different special connection to when people know it's your song and your story. They're a little bit impressed and also it's heard in a different way, you know? Sometimes it's intimidating to write a new song because you feel like, well, let me look at a song like, you know, Deep Purple or a beautiful balance, you know, nearness of you, like the night and day, the chord changes, the melody. How can I ever create something like this? But it kind of doesn't matter if it's your story. You just go ahead and tell your story. And if it's coming, if it's, if it's the truth, people will listen to it and appreciate it. And if it's danceable, people will dance to it. So yeah, no, no, no. That's uh, a long I'm answer. I'm sorry. To, to dancing to your uh, album. Uh, I wish I could be uh, in your party, but uh, it's far away. No, no, no. No, you can't fly out? Oh, come on. Only a thousand dollars. More than that. <laughs> anyway. I'll comp you for the ticket. So my, my last question. <laughs> you have okay. 14 songs in your new album. Tell us one or two yeah. very special ones that you think are very special for you and that move, move okay. you. Those songs that ah. you definitely should mention in this interview. Thank you for asking. Yeah, I think I I have to say, you know, for me, the songs the songs that I wrote are would be the song "It's All Good." It's about you know a girl kind of um, sitting with her. This is how I wrote the song. You know, I was sitting with guitar and kind of strumming chords, and it just came out like in five minutes. And it went through some transformations and editing, but it's the girl who maybe had her heart broken, but she will go on and she will, she will find what she needs to find and she'll be strong. And you can take the song literally, okay, as a love song, but you can take the song as a metaphor. And the second title of the song is Big Noise, because she will... You know, she says, if you hear the big noise, it's nor thunder or storm. It's the sound of my heart breaking it too. But your heart can be broken in many ways by your lover, but also by not getting what you want or not succeeding. Or And you just have to pick up and just get your stuff together and keep moving, keep moving, keep on keeping on. And that's kind of what the song is about, you know, and... It's all good. So it was arranged also by Wycliffe Gordon and he made such a great, moving, groovy arrangement. It's always a big hit when we play it. And I, I, I don't know, I, I feel very deeply connected to it. And if I have to pick just one more song, maybe there's a song at the very end of the album that almost didn't end up on the album because it was... 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. in the studio. We were almost done. And I said, listen, guys, there's one song that I just love. I don't have any arrangement for it. And I just really want to try it. Can, can you do it? And the guys were like, fine. You know, and we just, we just did it with just me and the rhythm section. So me, bass, 
piano drums and we just it, it is tea for two and it's just such a beautiful old song and we were all tired and I think that made us kind of loose and in the end when I was putting an album together I just we took this unedited track just as we did it and just put it in the very end you know it's also kind of it's a song about just being happy and this music the whole kind of vibe of the album is happy making you smile no matter what and it's about sitting there you know kind of like rocking very kind of swingingly having a cup of tea with people you love you know what i mean so <laughs> yes i do right yeah, we're both tea drinkers yeah. so <laughs> it's just it's just um this song is special you know this little nugget of a of a song at the very end i, I love it a lot perfect thank you very much svetlana i think it really captures the spirit of the music the old times the dancers And this is so exciting to have a new album that captures these uh, incredible moments and feelings. So, uh, good luck with your uh, party. And uh, I'm uh, looking forward to hearing more from you. And I'm hope I hope uh, we'll come to New York. I soon. hope so too. Thank you so much. This is really nice. And we, we can talk one Great. more time. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Hey, can I take a picture of us? Yes. <laughs> I think that'd be cool. Yes, all right. <laughs> let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see. There you are, there I am. Let me see, let me see, let me see. That's it. Okay. Got it. <laughs>